You're listening to G4D, Grounds for Discussion, a weekly music podcast hosted by your two most caffeinated hosts, Adam and John. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and enjoy the following episode. kind of weather are we going to have moving forward here in florida because one day it's been cold next been hot the other day it's summer uh, you know i couldn't tell you i i don't know anymore i i think that's why i love drinking cold brew so much in florida because really it just fits for anything and everything like any kind of weather any kind of day any kind of mood of course it also means that my anxiety levels are through the roof but hey i'll take it it's called trade-offs yes yes exactly Yes, I'm it's... awake and alert, but also anxiety. <laughs> I'm being very productive. However, my knee doesn't stop shaking. Oh. <laughs> yeah, my wife always gets on me about that. I'll just be sitting at the dinner table and just like the dinner table just starts rattling. Just because of that knee. That dang knee. That it just never stops. Your lucky knee, as they call it. Lucky knee? I don't know. <laughs> it's lucky in some ways, right? the knee that just never stops shaking never quits quitting yeah it even when i'm relaxed it's just still keeps on going it just won't let up i don't know (laughs) everybody's listening to this right now it's like well that's a really interesting conversation right there oh there's always interesting conversations here on g4d aka grounds for discussion oh buddy and it is good to be back yet again Second episode of the week. I think yeah. we've got some really good episodes to talk about. And this is our last episode in the current recording space. Oh, that's right. It yeah. is. Yeah, the end of an era, man. Well, the man who will be setting us up with a new recording studio is Adam. What's up? And the guy who will be crashing there is... His John. <laughs> yeah, man. Do you remember, gosh, almost two years ago, probably, yes. right? We were in here. We were futzing around trying to figure out what to do and how to do it and mm-hmm. man a lot of a lot of good memories the beatles poster behind you and the they might be giants wall the random nintendo switch case on... <laughs> the random accessories <laughs> that are just randomly placed upon Gum, my desk coasters oh these are great you ever use these no what are those they're oil absorbing sheets so it removes oil from your face you ever try one no oh my gosh hold on we have to we, <laughs> let's, let's take a little, Normally uh, we try coffee on the air, but yeah, we're gonna we're, try. We're it. gonna try beauty products. All right, so just take that. Okay. It's, just, like, it's like very thin, right? Okay. So just take it in your forehead and just kind of wipe, just wipe? like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whoa, this is this is interesting. Yeah. All right, now get your kind of like your nose okay. on the side right here. Little okay. little G for D A S M R, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Now if you look at the uh, sheet. It should be transparent. Yes. And that is all the oil from your face. What? Yeah. Gross. As you can see, mine is extremely transparent. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to call you Daniel Plainview from now on. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's right, kids. Dropping those uh, Paul Thomas Anderson references on the podcast. (laughs) Because all the cool kids watch There Will Be Blood on a regular basis. Oh, totally. 
Wow, this is this is interesting. Right? Isn't it cool? Very, very interesting. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Carrie, for showing me the ways of these beauties so, and for keeping my skin oil-free. So on this podcast, we're not only about new music, but we're also about coffee and beauty products. Oh, it looks like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> nice. My oil splotch looks like Mickey Mouse. That's beautiful. <laughs> You know you're from Orlando. (laughs) (laughs) Everything you say is about a theme park. (laughs) So I am really glad that we're drinking some more of this serial killer today, buddy, because I I am lagging. Yeah, I'm really lagging. I need to serial kill this week. Oh. Oh. That was pretty good. Thank you. Uh, I I like it when you say those jokes. (laughs) I don't know if there are people who don't appreciate it, but if they don't appreciate it, it's their loss. Eh, It's all good. Ah. Yeah, well, they so... can complain about us or rate us five stars because we are on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Music. Also, our website, g3dpodcast.com, where you can download all of our episodes. And if you leave us five-star reviews, we'll read it on air. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say, this is usually the time where you kick in with that. The self-promotion. Feel... Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I also love it, too, because like you get like really excited when you do it too hey man we have a website that's cool <laughs> we're we're in the world that's cool you can see our beautiful faces there yeah, th- those at home who are listening to this can't see it but you do like this little like jump right into <laughs> nice the little bike jump. this yeah. little like dive <laughs> dive right in people gotta hear it <laughs> i feel like it's time we update a couple of those photos on the site though yes i yeah. i i agree i don't I have agree. a mustache anymore i've got a lot more gray hair <laughs> you still have the boards of canada t-shirt though that's true. Yes. Not wearing it right now, though. Surprisingly. I am shocked. I will be wearing it probably on my day off tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Day off. It's what daddy does when uh, he gets some time off. He wears what he wants. Johnny's day out. <laughs> like Ferris Bueller. My day out isn't really going to be that exciting. It's, it's I'm going to go to the movies and go back home. It sounds exciting. Maybe stop at a coffee place. You know what? You're right. I should do Treat that. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're man. gonna treat you all. <laughs> I was hoping. I was hoping there was a uh, yeah with the segue there, Paul Blart. Hey, someone's a tough job, but Blart's got to do it. And we have first up the latest album from Jenny Lewis. And for those of you who do not know about Jenny Lewis, first of all, shame on you. <clears throat> Second of all, she's really, really well known in the indie rock world. She's been around for quite some time. Started out as a uh, successful child actor, actually, and turned out to be like this just, I'd say that Rilo Kylie is probably one of the like forefront like indie bands. Like when you think of like indie bands, like from the golden age of that era, don't you usually think Rilo Kylie? I do. Yeah. I, 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 think I could say Nico Case too. Yeah, Nico Case as well. I, I, I just always associate Rilo Kylie with kind of. For me, anyway, on a personal level, mm. coming from like that golden age of indie music when I was getting into it. Yeah. So anyway, but she's also been very successful as a solo artist, hence her latest album, On The Line. So for those of you who really don't know her style of music, besides it being indie rock, she's got like kind of a very down to earth approach to her music. Like she kind of really comes from humble beginnings, and I think she still applies that to her music. You know, she's talked about in interviews where, you know, she came from the working class and grew up around showbiz and, you know, knew people who got into drugs, went to jail or even worse. And, you know, she basically kind of applies surviving that unhealthy environment 
to her own music. And I think that's definitely the case with this latest album here today. And I think this this kind of had a lot of hype behind it leading up to it. Mm-hmm. Also has a really interesting album cover too. As well. So the the LP, so it's when you open it up, I think it's a three gatefold. So the top half is her face and mm-hmm. the bottom half is her legs oh. kind of thing. So when you fold it out, it makes the full picture. Okay. But also it's very similar to um, the Voyager, the album, her last album that came out in 2014. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good, good stuff. So I think we can kind of dive right into the to the review here. The question that I always ask with these kind of things is not only does it reach the hype, is it really worthy of Jenny Lewis and her really just amazing discography that she has leading up to this album? Would you agree, though? So this is my first Jenny Lewis album. Oh, really? Shame on me for that one. Oh, boy. But I liked it a lot. It definitely has a lot of different things going for it and a lot of different unique styles. I would agree with that sentiment right there. I think there's a touch of old school rock and roll here. You know, that old school mentality of, you know, sex, drugs, and all that good stuff. I also really like that this album feels like I'm almost watching it live as I'm listening to it. Yeah, it kind of feels like an indie Dolly Parton. There's a lot of like interesting country elements to it, a lot of soulful kind of ballads Mm -hmm. on here a lot of soulful ballads on here i think this might be one of her strongest albums from a lyrical sense on here i really appreciated what she was doing with kind of the storytelling elements behind these songs right and i also really just appreciated that i was finding something new every time i was listening to it which to me is always the mark of a good album there and i think probably the reason why i enjoyed this album the most was i found out she had said this on Twitter anyway, that the way that this album was recorded was in like one room as opposed to like, I mean, you know this, some albums like they kind of record the instruments separately. Oh, so they did throughout. it all together. Yeah, they did it all together to really create that like hmm. live playing together kind of atmosphere. Interesting. And it's great because it almost kind of feels like when you're listening to it and, and it's going to be tough to describe because it's really just something that like, I feel like I got from listening to it is that you could almost see everything in motion. Like it does, it feels like they really are playing together right then and there. It has a very live sound to it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of the right word here. I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on it. It feels authentic. Yeah. I guess. Especially if you're recording it like that. And I know similar bands, I think like the strokes do that mm-hmm. on some of their stuff too. Yeah. It's, and I mean, speaking of the strokes, you can always tell the difference between the early stuff and their later stuff because their later stuff, they're all like all over the world recording in different locations Mm -hmm. because this one is recorded in one location and they're in the same room all playing together. That just togetherness of sorts just makes for a really tight album from an instrumental standpoint. Yeah. It's just so hard to describe. Like you listen to it, there's a different quality to this album than say most rock albums i think here yeah and it's definitely like leaning towards like country as well i would agree with that yeah like an indie kind of country style of songwriting and lyrics you know but not without any kind of references to elliot smith definitely some callbacks to him on this album and even actually some people like uh meryl streep too as well mm-hmm. so i think you know, there's a sense of kind of like 
mm, like homages yeah to different things and it's different tropes it's it's her personality shining through <clears throat> i i think those are things that she really kind of instead of just it's not just name dropping like it kind of blends in with the music and what has ultimately inspired the music mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah so i i think those things are added in there really just because that's who jenny lewis is and not just because hey i think these things are cool um i definitely think she still has that dark sense of humor that she's kind of known for and i really appreciate the fact that like mm, you know We've been getting this a lot lately. There's a lot of people who have been going through, unfortunately, some hard times and some things that really leave an impression on them. And it's really no different from her. But I never got the sense that she's really defeated by it. You know, this isn't an album that's meant to, like, recoup from the death of her mother who passed away in 2017 mm. or the end of her long relationship with a fellow singer songwriter, Jonathan Rice. It almost, I don't know. Would you agree with this statement in that it's almost kind of like a therapeutic album for her? Yeah, probably good. It's good to get everything out in the open. You know, kind of going back to that country trope, there's a lot of heartbreak in it. And I mm. felt like that kind of vibe from a lot of these songs, like that old school country, like, <clears throat> kind of like Johnny Cash or like Hank Williams or something like that. Yes. Kind of like that they broke my heart kind of style song. Like broke my heart, but like she gave us this cool indie country twist to it. I agree with that. And that definitely shines in the instruments too. And having that kind of wall of sound when you're recording it like that and being able to listen to it live, you know, is a really cool element of it. Mm -hmm. I would really like to see her live. I've, she's She's always been someone I would like to see live. Um, and the fact that we got Nico Case recently, yeah, kind of gives I, me more hope that we'll get someone like her here. I feel like they those two go very hand in hand with each other, and I can definitely see a lot of, like, especially the instruments on Nico Case's newest album. I can definitely see a parallel between both of them. So I'll kind of go into my final thoughts here. Yeah, I feel like this isn't. If you were to see these guys as a band, it's, these these guys would be a band that you would see at a bar, but like. You know, I'm thinking like a, I don't know, just like a true country bar to kind of like go off of what you're saying. Like, you know, just steer uh, antlers on the wall and all that kind of stuff there. I just imagine like this surviving in that kind or thriving rather in that kind of environment. Mm -hmm. It really works with that atmosphere there. I, I appreciated the production values that are behind this quite a lot. And I almost wish that more bands would record like this because that authenticity is just shining through throughout the whole thing. Love the production on this. And then I also really appreciate just how much I just like I feel like sometimes you you have an artist that you know everything about them. You know what they're capable of. And you still enjoy what they do because you're a big fan of them. But I feel like here she's just continuing to step it up again and again. I I feel like this is just another great step forward for her songwriting. I feel like it's just very, very strong here. So, yeah, I am going to give it an own it. Ooh. It is definitely an own it. Nice. Um, going back to what you kind of said about wishing more bands doing this kind of recording style, I think it works for certain bands especially one of those that has a full range of sound like this 
And I feel like the authenticity of, you know, going back to the topics of heartbreak and, you know, devastation and things like that, I think that makes sense in the context of this album too. And especially with that big, big sound behind it, it like it brings it all together. It feels like a, almost like an opera in that kind of way. But as this is my first Jenny Lewis album, I'm excited to go back and hear more things from her. Um, I really like the country elements to it. I felt a lot of like, it was a weird mix of like Father John Misty vibes and like mm-hmm. Lana Del Rey vibes and like kind of like her a way of like approaching something and it's sounding more epic than it like kind of is with heartbreak and things like that. But yeah, I definitely enjoyed this album. The music sounds great and I will give this a pretty high download it. Cool, man. Yeah. Cool. I don't know. We're back. We're back to disagreeing again. I mean, we, we both liked it. That's oh yeah, all good. yeah, yeah. I think I just liked it more. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. Jenny Jenny Lewis just she does it for me. I've got to listen to her other stuff too. Yes, you do. I, I think that's you know. Yeah. Once I listen to the other things. Yeah, I I remember really going through a big Rilo Kylie phase back in. Oh boy. Uh, Rilo Kylie is that how they got Kylo Ren? <laughs> No, this is spelled with a uh, an I, not a Y, right? Because uh-huh. isn't it Rilo is with a Y? Yeah, but Rilo, Kylie, Kylo Ren. I don't know. You can draw some parallels. What if somebody did a mashup of the two of them together? Oh God! Like, like that's a that's a really obscure. <laughs> I'm sure it right exists. There. Oh, I'm sure it does. So somebody has to have had done it. So on to our, our next artist, which is gonna be the latest album from Jada G and her album significant changes now we're going on to an electronic artist Woo! we in john's element we in john's world now we just living in it <laughs> anyway <laughs> i don't know why i felt like doing that it I, I i did not sound threatening at all when i did that laugh no, not, <laughs> not whatsoever but for those of you who do not know jada g is a dj producer she originally came from Vancouver, moved to Berlin, and is really on this. She's this on the rise electronic artist who really kind of pays tribute to like the classic sound of say Detroit and Chicago electronic music here. And she just got an interesting path here in her life. She really kind of broke out into the scene and around 2016. So she is like new new like really really new on the scene and she came from actually having a degree in environmental toxicology so her career path has kind of been uh, a random one and now she drops this album significant changes which is really kind of like a really upbeat dance album from beginning to end and it's been Again, this is another album that's had a lot of hype behind it. It's out on the Ninja Tune label here. And she's just kind of, you know, thrown back to the things that has inspired her on this album. Mm-hmm. And I know, you know, I'm the electronic guy. I'm the guy who just always, you know, gives you new random electronic artists to listen to. Kind of just fresh out of the bat, not really knowing anything about her. Did you enjoy this album as much as I did? Well, John. I did. Good. Oh, oh my gosh. So earlier this year, we reviewed Shaka Khan's album, if you recall. Yes. Oof. I was there. It was rough. It was kind of like disco-y, but electronic, and it just didn't work. But somehow, Jada G incorporates 
disco, funk, and dance music in one seamless effort, and it sounds incredible. Yes. It's a very unique album in that regard where, like, I don't know, I, I, I like electronic music, but, like, I like real instruments every now and then. I'm not saying the, the keyboard isn't a real instrument, but, like, you can tell, like, when the bass kicks in, like, that's a real bass, like, playing yes. kind of thing. And I really like those elements of it while keeping with the dance music vibe. This is one of those albums that unfortunately could go very overlooked, but shouldn't. I, I'm completely right there with you. The upbeat nature of this album is there from the very first track until the end. And it's just pure fun. Yeah. It really is. And I really appreciate the fact that there's an electronic artist that can put out something like like I put out an album like this that's really upbeat without getting schmaltzy. No, and it, it explores different kinds of styles. There's like elements of like Asian music mm-hmm. towards like the middle half of it. There's, you know, a lot of dance and disco. It's really cool how she just incorporates all these kind of styles into it. Yeah, there's even some points too where like there's some kind of cool down points mm-hmm. like on Orca's reprise where it's just kind of very it's melodic yeah it's 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 very serene it's interesting too because i think the song before that is like kind of like this straight dance beat and it's like stop checking your phone don't go on instagram so i feel like this whole album is like all right i'm bored on a saturday i want to have fun what am i going to do oh i want a dance party in my my apartment cool and like you just keep it going and there's moments where there's breaks so you can kind of cool down and relax and then all of a sudden just kicks back up again and you're back on your feet And she specifically said that optimism is what people need right now. Yeah, and this is a a definite escape, fun album. You can just get enthralled in. This captures what it's like to be out in a club in Europe on a Saturday night. Uh, You know, that, and the variety on this is very, very strong because to your point, there's a lot of different genres that she covers here. And that's risky to do because sometimes that can mean that like, oh, well, it's kind of all over the place, or these things don't really meld well together, but everything on this really does. I also just kind of really appreciated the fact that you have somebody who puts out an album like this, and to your point about like you know not, not checking your phone and getting on that dance floor and all that kind of stuff, that's kind of just like, forget about all your troubles, forget about that screen that you look on a daily basis, just get to it and have a good time. Yeah. I really appreciate that kind of message on this album. And I think from a technical standpoint, I think her music that she crafts is really creative. It never really feels like it's missing layers or missing elements. Everything kind of feels like it's constructed to a T. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that's always the mark of a really great electronic album is one where you can go back listening to it again and again and find little details that you didn't before. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's definitely a lot of different elements to this and just the sounds she's doing and the styles she's getting out of it. It's really unique. Well, I'm really glad to hear you liked it because I, you know, I'm trying to, obviously I'm trying to get you more into electronic music as we go along, but I don't want to ever give you something that like, I don't know. No, I, I I like this a lot, and I think it had a lot to do with just, like, the pacing of it, and, like, yeah. it can always kept you on your toes. There's always something cool to listen to. Like, I listened to it, you know, on speakers first, and then I kind of plugged in the headphones, and there's a lot of different things going on, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah, I'm, try- I'm trying to choose things, like, there are some electronic artists that I can listen to that don't have the level of depth 
that she does mm-hmm. because I like that sound. I'll listen to it. So I'm so I was I'm glad to hear that this one worked out in your favor and that you like it because for me, I really genuinely like it quite a lot too. And I can't wait to play this over the summertime because it's going to get a lot of replays from me. Yeah. Last can. year, we covered an album from uh, Marie Davidson, mm-hmm. and it was kind of in the same vein of this album. I would say completely different sound, obviously. Yeah, but that kind of like that style of energized, here it is all at once yeah, kind of. Very yeah. empowering for a woman, you know, to like, like, like that's the message that she's trying to convey in there, you know, very pro woman all the way. And the Marie Davidson one. Yeah. And this one's yeah. just, I think we jump in our final thoughts. This is just a fun album in general. If you like dance music, if you like, you know, kind of experimental dance music and the fact that it's, you know, you're getting your standard beats and stuff, but like in dancing, but there's elements of it that make it really cool and unique. If you're a fan of like good disco music and just fun in general, I think you would really enjoy this album and I'm giving it a own it. Sweet, sir. Yeah, I really appreciate her earlier stuff, too, as well, which is kind of different from this, I would say. Uh, but she she is someone who's really coming into her own with this album. And it's probably not going to be one of those kind of albums that I think a lot of Americans will like. I think I can see this doing much better overseas just because that's the kind of atmosphere that's encapsulated on this like it is definitely a very much a european dance album yeah you know i got on some of the songs of the bass on it especially i got a lot of daft punk vibes yeah off of it yeah i would, so I would I agree could, with that. i could see americans or random this. access memories yeah totally yeah, yeah I, could, I could totally see that it those the, those funky bass lines that she incorporates in her music are really make this stand out because I think she always really tries to apply some form of that in every song on here. Sometimes it can be more subtle. Sometimes it can be more in your face. Mm-hmm. But I really appreciate that she always tries to make sure that the, that the bass line pops on each and every track. And that's why I'm definitely giving it an own it. I think I'm going to enjoy listening to this throughout the rest of the year. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I I, I could probably need something like that once this coffee kicks in because I'm going to be really energized. <laughs> you need dance the music party. to match. Yeah. Yeah, a little, little, uh, little dance party in the in the car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on the on the way back to work. <laughs> dance, dance. Oh man, well, sir, uh, I want to give another shout out. I know we did the other day. Yeah, I want to give another shout out to our boys at JP's Classy Cold Brew. Seriously, can't get enough of this cereal killer. I'm really glad you went and got that, sir. Maybe that's what I'll do. Maybe I'll go down to Lucky's and get another one of their flavors. Yeah. Because there's one around in this area where we record now, right? Yep, and it just opened a couple weeks ago. I'm telling you, man, Orlando's becoming more of a hipster paradise as it goes along. More and more apartments. All the apartments. Yay, apartments. <laughs> Yay. All the apartments. So That'd be a good David Byrne song. All the apartments in Orlando, Florida. <laughs> coming up from the ground. <laughs> I just wanted to dust this as an album from david lynch about the history of florida <laughs> disney world consumers buying words for the kids i don't know you said david lynch oh my bad i meant david <laughs> Byrne. david lynch would be great too okay so in this scene mickey is going to smoke 20 cigarettes and throw a football into a field which symbolizes the birth and then of Orlando Goofy is going to open up his face <laughs> and 
and a light will emit from it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Donald Duck is in the background drinking 10 cups of coffee. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Good, good stuff. Yeah, that reminds me. Did you ever see that movie Coffee and Cigarettes? No. Oh, uh, yeah. You got to watch that. Oh. You got to watch that. The, the clips of it might even be on YouTube, but it's a it's an interesting movie. It's done by Jim Jarmusch. Okay. Uh, He's making that zombie movie, right? <laughs> which, which looks great. I can't wait for it. <laughs> Tilda, Swan, Tilda Swanson with a sword. Come on. I'm all in. I'm all in. Sold. Take my money. And then uh, what's his name? Uh, Kylo Murray. Ren. Bill Murray's in that one, too. Saying ghouls. 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 <laughs> I wish I could do a adam driver voice destroy it if you must kill it i don't know what does he say you're, you're not far off you ever there. see um what was the movie where he was like in a bank heist logan lucky i think it was called oh we saw it together oh yeah that's right yeah <laughs> duh cauliflower <laughs> now that's a good argument like he's just his accent and it was really i love weird. it i we were cracking up the whole time it was he, he is so good i i don't i don't care what anybody says i am a huge adam driver fan i think he's such a unique actor Love that guy, love that guy. Oh man, hey, I got I gotta give you uh, some uh, flack here though. You have all these vinyls that you haven't listened to yet. I know they're still in their wrapping. I know. What is up with that? I know. You gotta fix that, sir. I know. Moving is no excuse. Well, we gotta okay? keep them on the background. Yeah. While I'm you, moving. When you move into your apartment, the first thing you're installing is it's your vinyl rec- player. Oh, easily. All right. Nothing. Nothing else. Nothing else. Not the bed. Not the. <laughs> not the essentials. Just the record player on the yeah, floor. Exactly. Exactly. I'm glad you got your priorities straight there, oh, sir. Of course. Of course. <laughs> and then pretty soon we've got record store day. That's right. That's. Is that next week already? Yes. It'll be oh next my week. god. Oh my god. We're already half almost halfway through April already. Did you see that they're going to be selling a uh, three-inch mini record player? Like that's what's being sold for record store day around like, the world. Was like Crosley making it? <laughs> and of course, the three-inch record that you could buy with it is a um, Foo Fighters record. Oh, stop! <laughs> no, it's not. What, which album? I, I don't know. I don't know. It might just be a single because I mean that's a tiny record right there. But if you play it backwards, it's just like, yeah, that band is great. <laughs> you you play yes. it, and it's just like Nirvana. Don't let the best. And it's done. <laughs> Nirvana, wow, they were great, man. They just started rock and roll. Love Nirvana, great. <laughs> the best, the best. What if it, that's just uh, all it is? It just says the best. Yes. And it's on repeat. The best, the best, the best. Yeah, that would make the most sense. That 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 would. That would be the only way. Uh, three inch record. That's. Uh, I, don't, I don't understand that. I don't understand that either. That also just goes to show, like, just how kitschy record store day has become. Right. It's like, like a, I love it, but I mean man. that record player can't be that big. If it's if that record is three inches, like. No. I'm imagining you know those like little boxes you like wind the wheel and it's got the little dots on it and plays like a song back and forth like the music boxes or whatever. I imagine it's got to be like a little bigger than that. Yeah. Yeah, no. Look it up when we're done recording. It's mm. it's ridiculous. And they'll sell it for fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's no. How they I'm, get I'm, you. I'm sure it's pretty expensive. Yeah. I'm sure. I don't. I don't think I'm going all out this year. Are you? I don't know. There's a couple things I really want. Like if I can get that Death Grips record, I definitely want that. Maybe, all right. Maybe the Twin Peaks one. I definitely want the Twin Peaks. There's one. A, that Mark Marin one too. I kind of want, mm. but. 
don't yeah. know. It's it's more of the spirit of the holiday than it is the holiday, I think. <laughs> I like the camaraderie of standing in line for three to four hours while we drink PBRs <laughs> and wait for our turn to get in, in there. Didn't they have, at Park Ave CDs last year, uh, Tito's? mixed drinks yes we had like a couple of those those were tasty <laughs> yeah they were Ooh. oh yeah yeah we were feeling real good so not yeah. only were we hopped up on caffeine but we had some liquor in us too oh it was beautiful great i i can't wait to do it yeah we're gonna have to, I have to figure out what time we want to go because last year we went i think what 30 minutes earlier than we did the year before and we still weighed the same amount of time yeah no you're right we did we were still in the same position and i'm i'm thinking honestly we get there at seven we might need to. I'm, there, there are people that camp out, which I love vinyl, but I don't know if I could camp I, out. I can't do that. Yeah. I mean, full props to those guys. You do you, but no, I I, I can't do that. I do have comf- I do have like bridge chairs, though, so maybe we should bring those. Mm, okay. That would be a bad idea. Can we play bridge while we're waiting? <laughs> I mean, duh. What else are you going to play? I mean, we'll have the time. <laughs> yep, we sure will. So, yeah, I, I just... I really want that Twin Peaks record. That's the one I want. Yeah. I, I hope I don't miss out on it. So, I mean, because you never know sometimes. Sometimes you're like, ah, oh, nobody's going to get that record, and then everybody gets it. Yep. So, I feel like a lot of people are going to get the Death Grips one. I too. have a feeling, too. Yeah, yeah. Is but... it is it like a new album? I don't know. It just said Death Grips Record Store Day. That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> it's probably, I think it might be like remixes. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that might actually be good. Yeah. I feel like their most recent album could be easily remixed oh it's it's fun on vinyl too oh it is it's like a it looks like shrek swamp booger green color it looks really cool <laughs> the best way to describe it <laughs> shrek booger green i think that's what it kind of looks like oh good it's like stuff, an emerald man. more emerald green maybe than shrek poop colored but you know <laughs> shrek we've gone from shrek booger green to Shrek. I'm just trying to think. Really, like, emerald, let's let's go PC and not PC, but PG. Uh, emerald green. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, buddy. Well, you know, I I wanted to chat with you a little bit. I feel like I haven't seen you see much here at least recently. I know. So. Things have been nuts. Yeah, it it has been, man. You're you're moving. You know, I'm moving and grooving. Allergy season's in full bloom. Mm-hmm. I I can't feel my face, you know. Just allergy medicine just doesn't do enough, man. Not enough. Well, hopefully by the time next time we record, I'm feeling a little bit better. The coffee, of course, is now starting to hit in. Always helps. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. It's great. It's great. Like it's like uh, that scene in Crank where you just see the heart start pumping and everything. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> what would, what would the uh, coffee version of Cranked be? Crank, not cranked hand grind yeah hand grind crank hand grind like <laughs> oh man if we had a full production studio It'd just I'd be say... called brew <laughs> yeah brew <laughs> if we had a full production studio i'd say let's do a parody of that because i think that'd be pretty funny <laughs> yeah anyways oh, all right well thank you for joining in everybody look forward to some more episodes next week i don't know what we're going to cover kind of behind the times but We'll come up with something. We always do. There's always new music coming out. There's no shortage of it. And we hope you all enjoyed today's episode of G4D. Grounds for discussion. You good? You good? Oh, you crashed there. All right, that was about, what, seven seconds? (laughs) So let's see if you can beat it next time. (laughs) Bye.
caffeine-induced antics on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username G4D underscore podcast. Drop us a line at g4dpodcast at gmail.com if you have any music suggestions, general questions, or business inquiries. You can find our podcast on iTunes, and John and I would super appreciate if you rated and subscribed to our show. May your cup and heart always be full of coffee, good music, and cliche motivational ending sentences. Thanks.